white folks, she made them black folks. In the grocery, if the white folks were buying up all the fresh collards and okra, she made them disappear and put the produce on the vegetable wagons that went round to the colored. There wasn't enough for indigo in the world she'd been born to, so she made up what she needed, what she thought the black people needed. Access to the moon, the power to heal, daily visits with the spirits. Moon Journeys, Cartography by Indigo Find an oval stone that's very smooth. Wash it in rose water two times. Lay it out to dry in the night air where no one goes. When dry, hold stone tightly in the right hand. Caress entire face with the left hand. Repeat the same action with the stone in the left hand. Without halting the movement, Clasp left stone-filled hand with the right. Walk to a tree that houses a spirit friend. Sit under the tree, facing the direction of your mother's birthplace. Hold your hands between your bosom, tight. Take five quick breaths and three slow ones. Close your eyes. You are on your way. Alternative Modes of Moon Journeys Winter Travel in Clement Weather In a thoroughly clean bathroom with the window open, burn magnolia incense, preferably, but cinnamon will do. In a handkerchief handled by some other woman in your family, the further back the better, put chamomile, an undamaged birthwort leaf, and ladies' fern. Tie this with a ribbon from your own hair. Kiss the sachet three times, Drop it gently into a tub of warm water that will cover all your body. Place two white burning candles at either end of the tub. Float one fully opened flower in the water. Get in the tub while tickling the water in circles with the petals of the flower. Lie in the tub with flower over your heart. Close your eyes. You are on your way. Not all black people wanted to go to the moon, but some did. Aunt Haiti had gone to the moon a lot. She told Indigo about the marvelous parties there were in the very spots the white people put flags and jumped up and down erratically. They never did learn how to dance. Been around black folks all these years and still don't have sense enough to keep in rhythm. But they were walking on the moon like nothing ever went on up there. Like women didn't sidle up to lunar hills every month. Like seas of menses could be held back by a rocket launcher. Like the colored might disappear with the light of the moon. We ain't going anywhere, are we? Indigo sat some of the dolls on the inside of her thigh. Her very favorites, she sat in her lap. Indigo had made every kind of friend she wanted... African dolls filled with cotton root bark so they'd have no more slave children. Jamaican dolls in red turbans, bodies formed with comfrey leaves because they'd had to work on Caribbean and American plantations and their bodies must ache and be sore. Then there were the mammy dolls that Indigo labored over for months. They were almost four feet high with big gold earrings made from dried sunflowers and tits of uncleaned cotton. They smelled of fennel, peach leaves, wild ginger, wild yams. 
She still crawled up into their arms when she was unavoidably lonely, anxious that no living black folks would talk to her the way her dolls and Aunt Haiti did. Everybody said she was just too ornery to hold a decent conversation, but that wasn't true. What was true was that Indigo had always had to fight Cypress and Sassafras just to get them to listen to her. They thought they were so grown, so filled up with white folks' ways. They didn't want to hear about the things Aunt Haiti knew. Indigo watched her mother over huge vats of dyes, carrying newly spun yarn from the pots to the lines and back again. Sassafras throwing shuttles back and forth and back and forth. Cypress tying off cloth, carrying the cloth to the stairway where she began the appliques the family was famous for. There was too much back and forth going on for anybody to engage little Indigo in conversations about the haints and the colored. If the rhythm was interrupted.